0: It's time for the Daily Sports Dump. And I'm your host, Joe Canally. Yes, that's right, folks. It's me, your host, Joe Canale. It's your Daily Sports Dump. It's not daily, but it's Monday, so it could be, you know. Really, tomorrow will determine whether today was daily or weekly, but that was a little loud we can wait till tomorrow for that i'm alone today some would say i'm alone every day but i'm doing the show by myself today so if you can't deal with that i don't know what to tell you unfortunately Nooch is working fortunately for him that it's work unfortunately that i can't get him to do free work for me today but i've got you the listener to pretend that you're in the conversation with me and let's be honest You've heard me in conversations with a lot of other people. I really don't take that much time to let them talk. So although I do miss Nooch terribly in this moment of not having him here to help me with the show, I will probably not change the amount of talking I'm doing very much. That's what I like about Nooch is he just he, he's known me long enough he knows just to interject something funny to stop whatever stupid thing I'm saying. Today we don't have that. So it's just going to be nonstop stupidity like this. No cough button. I could pause, but I'm going to drink my LaCroix right now live. (sighs) For any of you who are, what is it, ASM people? Big into the ASM stuff. Uh, My microphone is really wonky today, but it doesn't matter. All right. Here's the show. We do have a lineup. Because I had no one else here, I, I wrote some things down to hopefully help me get through this whole thing there was a lot of things that happened in the sports world I got banned from Twitter oh yeah I got it already a tangent now I've written a lot of stuff that probably should get me banned on Twitter most of it about our pants shitting president that's the current president right now and what I got banned for I should have taken a screenshot, but having never been banned, I didn't know what was going on. I went through the the, the protocols on Twitter, on my phone to see what was happening. And I believe I erased the message that was uh, at fault. But uh, I'm pretty sure the message was a response to someone. And so they must have turned me in. And it said something to the effect of the Republican platform is lies, entire lies. I hope every Republican goes to Florida and it falls into the ocean, maybe. Honestly, it was no more it was no more vindictive or vicious or attacking than what I just told you. So it basically is because someone must have re- reported me uh, for that tweet. So some sore loser got me banned from Twitter for 24 hours today, which is also why I'm alone. I was gonna put out a Twitter thing to see if anybody wanted to do the show with me today i don't think that would have helped though anyway so that was my personal news first twitter ban still under the ban right now which might be why i'm actually able to get this episode done so maybe twitter did me a favor thank you speaking of bands espn we'll get into a little sports business here Uh, i formerly worked at espn briefly in chicago for the radio station there uh, for a year, it was great. I enjoyed it a great deal. My favorite show and many people's favorite show on the ESPN networks of podcasts is the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gatz. And not just Stu Gatz, but uh, something called The Shipping Container, which is a group of guys who've been with the show, producers basically, who put the show together and they have a bunch of bits and they do segments. And it's very highly produced and it's a very funny show. It's ESPN's, I would say, I believe it's their most popular radio show and podcast, but their current and most of their leadership is a stick to sports kind of leadership. I'm guessing there were, if not tears shed, there was a, there was a sadness by a lot of ESPN executives over the weekend is my guess, but I'm not sure. But they had a lot of layoffs and they laid off one of the members of the Levitard show. And the past two days, there's been no Levitard show. Friday and Monday, since the layoffs, they have not done the show. And I would simply like to applaud them for taking this stand. When a company like Disney lays off this many people, yes, Disney's taking it hard. But you can be goddamn sure that all the upper-level guys who are making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, in the same way that when you see an NFL player make... 20 million a year and you're like why is he complaining it's because this boss is making a billion dollars that year so in the same way ESPN does all these layoffs of all the people who are you know making a living wage and probably not that much more above that and instead of the you know the upper crust of management who are making 50 60 times what the everyday ESPN employee is. Now, of course, ESPN has some highly paid talent, so to speak, uh, and Levitard and Stu Gatz are definitely part of that. But I am sure they offered to continue to keep this employee who was fired. But to fire an on-air slash, yeah, an on-the-air employee as part of this is is pretty strange. So I am just registering my complaint on that. It's a show that I listen to that I like. It's much more well-produced than this show. And I respect their, their taking a stand because a lot of people wouldn't do that. So now we'll start with sports. Sorry. Well, I'll tell you maybe in the in the intro to go to the six-minute mark if you want to get right to the sports. But really, you know that we're no scores, just jokes. And we do have a joke. I wanted to apologize. I meant to do this right off the top, but... I never do that. Last episode, I forgot to read the jokes from Quincy. And they were good jokes, but they are now not relevant. So I'm not going to read them, but I'm going to tell you they were good. And you know they are. They were. Because you've heard the other good ones. And We got one for you here today, too. Quincy's been a little out of practice. I got to put him to work more. And by work, again, I mean volunteering to do free shit for me. But I don't know if you saw this, folks, but uh, Notre Dame beat Clemson. Now, unfortunately, they were ignoring social distancing protocols uh, as the Notre Dame students rushed the field after they beat top-ranked Clemson on Saturday. Now, afterwards, Coach Brian Kelly said the scene reminded him of what he loved most about the game, having students literally risk their lives for the football team. Now, you may not right away get that if you don't know the history, but there is uh, a player, a student manager, died at Notre Dame in a accident. Because Brian Kelly wanted to practice in the wind, and the guy was filming the team on like on top of one of those like big lottery things, and I believe he fell off. So this is nothing unusual at Notre Dame. And of course, there's nothing more pro-life than a Catholic, but if you'll recall, the president of Notre Dame got COVID at the White House super spreader event. So he really doesn't have a leg to stand on for this, but that hasn't stopped priests before, has it? No, it hasn't. Now, of course, the Notre Dame-Clemson victory, that's that's pretty big news. Notre Dame usually loses those games. So now how does Clemson get back into the national title game so people will watch teams that they recognize? It should be interesting to see how that goes. But I'm very—I uh, don't root for Notre Dame. They're in Indiana, one of the worst states in the world. And, you know, you've heard my other rhetoric. And Notre Dame is just—you love to hate them. So— So it all works out in that regard. But they did beat Clemson, which is also good, because screw Dabo. Another science denier. Folks, did you know the NBA draft was in November 18? That's just a side note, non sequitur. Not going to do much more with that. Maybe we'll have a mock draft update. Dramatic music stab hopefully goes in there at the 850 mark. Uh, But we haven't done it for basketball before. I'm sure there's still mock football drafts going on out there now that the, uh, you know, the teams, the Jets are assured the number one pick. But we, we, oh, shit. I'm spilling shit everywhere here, folks. The show must go on. Is that on any of the electric? No. All right. A little LaCroix spill, folks. So the draft is uh, November 18. That's just a public service announcement. Oh, yeah, let's talk about baseball a little bit. Boy, there was just a lot of bullshit this weekend. I mean, yes, there were the football games. And that's about it. But then there was all this other shit. And it, uh, there was also stuff going on in the country, you may know, this weekend. But everybody, yeah, it was a big dump of news uh, where all all these teams are announcing their COVID tests. They do always do it on Friday. The Dodgers had nine cases of COVID amongst their employees and staff after the World Series. Nine cases, not counting Justin Turner. That was dropped on Friday, too. What can I say about And Justin Turner did not get in any trouble. What the hell is going on in this world? What the f- shit is going on? For the love of God, you could have fined the guy 50 grand. They didn't find the Dodgers. This, I mean... We are in a era of just absolute nobody taking any responsibility for anything. It really it's a great time for for grift right now. I don't have any grifts other than getting you guys to listen to this show and maybe go to the Patreon or even give us a review or rating on Apple. Music, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That'd be great. That's the only grift I'm running. And it's not working out that well. The bigger the grift, the better it works these days. And uh, yeah, that Dodger thing, nothing's going to happen from that. Now, I I have to apologize. Speaking of COVID, the Notre Dame, uh, I mean, the Alabama LSU game is in danger of being canceled this week because a bunch of LSU guys have COVID. Now, I was saying all along that I thought LSU got everybody sick right away. Clearly, that is not the case. Because if everyone had already gotten COVID, they wouldn't be getting it again unless we've just stumbled upon a very disturbing medical discovery that you can get it twice. But I don't think that's true. So I have to apologize to LSU for accusing them of purposefully getting all of their team to catch COVID so that this wouldn't happen during the season. Now, then again, I wouldn't put it past them since they're playing Alabama to simply lie about that and say that they have all these COVID cases to get out of it. As you can tell, I'm pretty cynical today. Oh, and it's probably because Nebraska is just giving me no reason to ever watch college football again. Again, I got to get my buddies right now. They're in, ones in, in transit to Nebraska to come on and talk about what it's like to have been on top of the world and now just be shit. It might be something Trump could listen to because uh, it's coming his way, hopefully. Two other things that I, I could talk about. Oh, uh, in baseball, yes, continuing my my little baseball screed. All the cheaters are back, just so you know, except Carlos Beltran. And he may have, he, it sounds like from the whole thing that Beltran was just like running this thing blatantly. So maybe, maybe he's too, in too deep to ever get a job. But both of the coaches, managers rather, who were fired now have jobs. So again, doesn't take long in this country for some people to get back uh, in the good graces. Dave Chappelle, this is a little I've got, this written down from SNL. He did, uh, he's made some controversial statements, as many stand-ups have. And his are, you know, his actions uh, speak louder than those uh, words he may say on stage. So, as opposed to some other comedians, like, let's say, Louis C.K., who's, who's, Words are not as bad on stage as their actions off stage. So I'll take Chappelle any time. But this is my time to share a moment where I opened for Dave Chappelle. When uh, years ago, this was probably around 2000, it was after Farley died. And each year his family would do a fundraiser in Wisconsin. So I went to two of them. The year before was David Spade doing stand-up. Obviously friend of Farley. Great show. His family was there as a fundraiser the next year. It was, I think, even bigger, and they had Chappelle, and again, me and some people did some improv before him, who cares. Chappelle comes out, we're in Wisconsin, huge, huge, I think in Madison maybe, huge auditorium, and he comes out and he sits on the bench and he lights a cigarette and he looks out and he says, this is the most white people I've ever seen in one place at, at one time. And that got a big laugh and everything. And then he did like an hour. Did I? If I told this story last, last uh, episode, I apologize, but he did an hour of the most dirty material I'd ever heard and not everyone in the house enjoyed it i could tell i could tell that uh for you about that but it was an honor to be able to see it and a cool story i wish i could remember more of the material but it was filthy it was very filthy and not white wisconsin friendly i would say which made it all the better for those of us who were watching all right now there was one other event that happened over the week and over the weekend And it ties into sports because it exemplifies some of the worst sportsmanship that perhaps we've ever seen in this country's uh, history of politics. And, uh, and, you know, people want to tie this stuff into sports. So I tried to think of, like, people who are as bad of uh, people who are as poor sports as the president. Now, there may never have been as poor a sport as this privileged, pants shitting, racist, fascist idiot, Donald Trump. Uh, I'm still on the fence. But. There are some classic, classic sports poor losers, and I'm going to go over them, but there are st- still some, some differences, which we'll get into when we go through this list. Now, I had this list as like a, in order one to five, but I don't know that it, it really matters the order, but I'll just mention all these names and go into them. I had Billy Martin as a poor sport because nobody screamed at umpires more. Yelled at people, gotten more bar fights, got fired and rehired more times than Billy Martin. And you get fired because you're a bad sport. Almost got into a fight with Reggie Jackson in the dugout when, when Reggie was at his prime and Billy was like 60. That would have been a good fight. So I had him down as a poor sport. But again, he played baseball and he was a champion on those Yankee teams. So he was a, I don't know what he was like after winning, but he was a competitor and he was a winner. So that that is one thing, and I know Trump supporters will say he, that he won last time. I still have my, my questions about that, but I think it's less about him winning, and you could have put like a scarecrow with a racist epithet above its head, and it would have beaten Hillary, because so many people hate women in this country that it was a, an easy win for him. As we see, when he had to go up against a man who was probably a worse candidate than Hillary was, he got creamed. So... Number two on my list of bad sports is George Steinbrenner, who may be similar in that he inherited money from his father um, and then bought the Yankees and everything. difference is he made money when he inherited money from his father and didn't just lose it all. He didn't buy the Yankees out of a great deal of debt. So I had to kind of eliminate him as being like the, the equivalent to Donald Trump in terms of sports, poor sports. That's I failed to mention that. I'm eliminating these people. Billy Martin and George Steinbrenner both kind of have too much winning An actual accomplishment. Now, number three, Bobby Knight. There's a lot of crossover here. Uh, Both Bobby Knight and the president hate the press and hate women, seemingly. So there is a lot to combine the two of them in this way. Both say exactly what they want, very offensive, borderline, maybe uh, certainly misogynist, and perhaps even on the edge of some racist commentary, which I kind of didn't expect as much from Knight being that he coached so many African-American players. But I think his racism is more towards uh, immigrants than, uh, than the descendants of slaves and, and African-Americans. But Bobby Knight also coached for the Army basketball team. And Bobby Knight was a winner at Ohio State and won national championships and was highly respected at one point. And although he may be kind of a clown show now, he at one point did have the respect of a good portion of the country, whether they liked them or not. And that's why he has to get eliminated from the list, because there's really been nothing to respect, genuinely, about loser and ch- chief. And number four here was another, also close, Jerry Jones. But I believe Jerry Jones is a self-made man. And so right away, there you go, it's gone. Now, both of them are racist. Both of them are are very stubborn and are willing to overlook you know, the, the rights of other people to protect their feelings. So it's close here because there's a lot of entitlement with both of these guys. Also, both of them are very uh, vain and probably insecure, and they cover it up in various ways. But Jerry Jones, I mean, he went out and at least got the surgery. You know, Donald Trump, he couldn't get the hair replacements or he got the cheap ones, and so it, that's why he's got this massive comb over. So Jerry Jones, again because of some actual genuine earned success, does not qualify. Donald Sterling. Now, here we go. Donald Sterling, racist, okay? yet yeah, definitely racist. Also, uh, uh, kind of an old, creepy womanizer type guy. So, that fi- fits as well. And also a landlord and kind of a slumlord type guy. Made a lot of money that way. And so, that also fits. And... Was a loser his entire career as the Clippers coach. And then when there was like a semblance of winning, it, he got kicked out of the league, which has happened to, I believe, exactly zero other NBA owners. So, in that regard, I think this is our closest parallel because all the racism and stuff fits. The kind of now, Donald Sterling made a lot of money legitimately. But he does, at this point, you know, later era Sterling. Seems perhaps disabled maybe by some small strokes or just maybe was never all that smart and just happened to put his money in the right place. But kind of a dumb, overrated, racist idiot who no one really respects and who once his, you know, influence is gone, will simply be a joke and nothing more and will hopefully disappear. So that's where I've got a a Donald Sterling is kind of the Donald Trump and the first name too works. So that's your best sports parallel if you were looking for that. I don't know if you were, but you got it. Now, hopefully in the next week, I'm going to send some emails out and try to get some people who've been on the show before to come on. Hopefully, Newt won't be working all the time and will be able to come up here. I also want to, at some point, uh, get my buddy Brad in here to deliver some Jerry Reinsdorf thoughts. I think Brad would be good as uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, and so I'd like to talk to him in that way. Or as Tony La Russa. Either way, Reinsdorf, I thought of a little bit as Trump because he just kind of fires people and hires people that he wants in there who are kind of yes men and everything. But again, he's accomplished things legitimately and actually earned some of what he got. So that's why he's eliminated. All right, folks, thanks for letting me do that today. Maybe we'll be back tomorrow. If I can get a guest, I think we will. I couldn't do anything last week because I was just so massively depressed. I think I got the one episode out, and that was the best I could do. But now there's a lot of shit going on. I think we're going to be living in this kind of let's see how much shit we can get away with world for a while. So that may provide some interesting content for us. It's just going to be crappy NFL and college for a little bit, but all the other sports are rushing to get back together soon. So we'll have some of that. And I guess the Masters is this week, an autumn... Georgia Masters should produce some poor lighting in the evening. All right, as always, follow us, rate, review us. Thank you for doing all those things. And this was your daily, -daily, bi-daily, bi-weekly, monthly sports dump TBD. Lighter.